Hello and welcome to episode 85 of the Flames Fancast and uh, we have hockey. Five games into the season, Flames are 4-1, and one. pretty darn good record I'd say. We are actually recording an episode on time as well. This is a bigger feat than what's been going on with the Flames in my opinion. 4-1 and one, or Flames fan, Fancast episode every two weeks. Yeah, I agree. Take your pick. This is clearly the latter. This is the winning. This This is is the the winning winning formula. This is the answer is B. The Flames go four and one every every two weeks, and we put out a show, which is uh, which is what we do. We're not yeah, we're not putting up the the show just because we're winning, but we are on time this time. Yeah, so perfect start, almost perfect start. (laughs) Why is that funny? It's been good. I mean. Almost perfect. Considering what I said in the preseason show about thinking we started slow, we didn't start slow. However, we've been a bit fortunate, but at the same time, I'm impressed. Generally, I'm impressed. I'm happy. We played well. We've got the points. You know, we have, what is it, eight games at home here, I think, in a yeah. row? And uh, we're, we're doing well. I mean... What's, what's with that, by the way? We're doing what we're... I have no idea. The why, schedule why is the seems schedule really, like that? Like, really this strange. This is fucking... NHL, wake the fuck up. Like, we shouldn't be doing that. It, it feels like that's, that's our collateral, so to speak. Like, playing from home is an advantage for us. And we're just blowing all of it, like, early on in the season like this. I don't like it. Well, we're getting the points. Well, we're getting the points for sure. And I guess it wouldn't really matter if overall we're just getting the points. But I just feel like... When you get into a rut on the on the road, you look forward to coming back home. Yeah, I think right? I think you though it might away. it might make the boys look forward to their first road trip. You know, new squad, squad building, doing fun things in different cities. I guess, yeah. I think it could build that energy and that chemistry within the team. I'm trying to look at it like that. But. This this could have gone the other way though. What if we were one and four, right? What if we were one and seven in if this we are home playing like Vancouver? You mean right? And then, then you got to go on the fucking road and everybody hates each other and they're not gelling at all. Like, this is not a scenario right now, but it, it's, a, it's a bullshit fucking schedule. I, I wish they... No one's come out with an explanation, right? Of like, well, why I don't know. This. I don't even know if it's been asked. Well, it should be asked. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Have you ever seen this before? We play eight fucking games in a row off the bat like that? Well, we had the away game in Edmonton. That's fair. That's, that's it, though. But then everything else has been at home. And yeah, it still and is. It's going to be we, for we have Pittsburgh and Edmonton at home. Yeah, fuck that. And then we don't play Edmonton more than three times, right? We play Edmonton one more time after after and both this at home. The next two are home against them, right? Good. good. No, I get, yeah, good, but not like what the fuck. Yeah, I'm not I, making something out of nothing here. This is bullshit. I know. I agree. I mean, the the lack of playing division rivals is upsetting, but. Someone in the NHL has some plan, some mantra that they're attempting to execute, and this is what it looks the like. The NHL's full of shit. I don't know why they're doing stupid shit like this. Like, just fucking do it normally, guys. There's no need for that. Well, we're doing well. Okay, we're doing well. Listen. We're doing well. Parallel universe, maybe it's not. But. Rasmus. What a start. Six points, playing well. Uh, he's our guy. So far. Yeah, I like it. I like it. He's really stepped up. I'm he's, impressed. He's definitely with his stepping play. up. Like he, and uh, dude, he's been he's been key. He's been great defensively, adding offense, uh doing really well on the power play line. Still think Stone should be on PP one, but uh he's doing really well. I, I I really don't know what else Rass needs to do at this point other than just to grow 
this momentum now. Like he, that's exactly. He doesn't it. need to. He doesn't Su- need to sustain add, sustain this yeah, production. Like sustain this play. When I say that, I don't mean he needs to take more shots or he needs to do this and that. It's like do what you're doing now. Do what you're doing and just play loose like that. He's playing comfortable. He's playing with confidence. I see that in Stone too. Stone's taking way more shots than I've ever seen him take. For example. And so it's just good to see a lot of these guys are coming out of their shell now. Feels like they got that confidence. He's going to play hard. Just build that, right? Build it. And I think, I really do think this is totally unfounded, but I do think Sutter challenged them this year. Yeah, I agree. I think Sutter challenged everybody. But I think he, I feel like he really set Ras aside, was like, you're the guy. This is it. This is your chance. This is your stage. Maybe there's a bit of pressure too with the arrival of Uyghur, the contracts. Uh, you've got, you know, solid players in Tanev and Hannafin. You've got a potential rising star in Shillington. Um, and you've got a bunch of other guys who aren't necessarily competing for a spot that's yours, but, you know, pushing you all the same. And I think that he's really risen to the occasion and it showed, um, he's been one of the standouts for me so far, him and Kadri. I really like that Kadri line. That's for sure. But Anderson's been impressive. I've I like what I've seen. I think like the money is the money is a bit of a that dangling care in front of Anderson too, right? Because Weger signed for six point two five, Anderson's getting four point five, four point five five, and it's like, dude, you can get a couple more million, right? You keep stepping up when you, when times are right, but he's still got three or four seasons left. I know that. I realize that, but. I mean, like, if he really starts making, he just becomes the number one guy for the next three, four seasons, watch out. That extension is going to be fucking expensive, right? Yeah, I mean, but that's, you're you're willing to pay for that. that's a good problem. You you pay for performance. It's a great problem to have. I'm not complaining at all, right? It's just, that's, he's, we got him in that prime moment, You you know what, though? He, (laughs) our window, I think, is two to three years. And he needs to be hitting that form now. And if he can play for that contract, and you know what? I hate to say it, we win a cup and we lose him because we can't afford to pay him. That's the cost of doing business. But, but that, that's, that's a, it. This yeah. is a huge hypothetical here. Like this 100%. Is all the best case 100%. scenarios happening. 100%. But like it's, we got him at the prime, like not only it's at the prime of his career, like this is, the, this is the point in the age of which he needs to explode and become that player that we all want and hope, right? But he's also in the prime of that contract length where it's like, we don't need to really worry about extending you and there's enough of a carrot for you for the next two years to keep this up so that your next extension is going to be a fucking wild one, right? Yeah. So we got him kind of at that perfect spot. I wish every player was at that perfect spot where it's like, you got two, three years, maybe even four in some instances, you're in your mid-20s, it's time to explode, right? Yeah. And then get your next contract, make it 10 million, right? Great problem to have. Um, I agree with you. I feel like Kadri definitely outstanding so far. Not only is he playing well offensively, but he is fucking adding in every facet of the game right now. He is back checking. He's getting in opponents' faces. He's fucking rattling them. He's trolling them. He's fucking showing leadership to the other guys. I see him often. The camera will pan to Kadri on the bench. He's always talking to Manjipane. He's always talking to Dube. He's giving them pointers. He's saying, when I go around the net, do this. When I'm in this spot, do that, right? You can tell that he's really embraced his role already. 
Well, you've got, as he said, when we signed him, he said, I'm a Dar- I am the epitome of a Daryl Sutter type player, and he's playing on a Daryl Sutter team, and it's, and he's it's it. paying dividends, right? He's totally you've, showing it. You've got this performance, and that, that line, I really like that line, uh, particularly the energy that Mangiapane and Dubé bring, and Kadri, like, they they seem to be our best line so far, uh, and I don't think there's much of a question in that. Uh, I've been impressed with, honestly, Toffoli's played well too, to be honest. But that second line that we have uh, is our first. That, line. that really provides a one-two punch that yeah. I, that I like, and then our shutdown lines generally are getting the job done. So yeah, like I, I say that I agree loosely because there's some other numbers that are a little startling here as we'll get forward. I mean, but, there's uh, some, and there's some. I mean, we've played some solid teams. Yeah, right? like we played. I mean, I'm not gonna say the un, unmentionable, but. We played the Avs. We beat them. We played the Hurricanes. We beat them. You know, the Golden Knights are not a bad team, right? Um, you know, I, the Sabres, I don't know what the fuck it is with I us I think the, the Sabres, Sabres but... are going to surprise a lot of people this year. Yeah. Like, they surprised us. Oh, well, they played well, in fairness, and there was nothing, you know, we, we were very leaky, um, and we beat the Oilers. So, uh, we've played some decent teams. Like, we're not playing kind of run-of-the-mill teams right now that don't really they're not touted to make the playoffs, right? These are all teams, except for maybe Buffalo, but we'll see, that have a chance to make the playoffs. I think they're all going to make the playoffs. Uh, so it's good. It's a good start, and, and it's a good litmus test for a lot of our guys, man. Uyghur, yeah. for example, has been fucking great. He has been. Zero has complaints. Been. And this guy, he looks like the type of guy that will he will – he will show, like he will put on his back that that weight if you know Anderson's having a shitty game, or you know like if the team. Well, is we have not a lot ready. of guys who could do that, right? A Tanev, even a Hannafin. I've even seen Stone do it five years ago, but he's done it before. Stone can do it again too. The guy is uh, a stalwart at 750k, I, but he's doing he's doing what he's paid to do, and he's doing it well, and that's what we need right now with Shillington out and. With uh, Valimaki gone, <laughs> but, so so sorry. Did we? So was he picked up before our last episode? No, was, no. But did we? Was that during our? Was it before our last episode or after? I can't remember. Okay, but did we? I don't remember us talking about. I it. think he's on the second power play in in Arizona. No, I know, but I was which is high standards, right? But I'm saying, I'm saying, like, did we? Do we even talk about it? Okay, whatever. Yeah, he's fucking gone. So, uh, and it's for the best. I didn't think he was going to get past uh, waivers. He didn't. He got claimed. Right? So, um, it's too bad. But I it think, was... yeah, we did talk about it. It did yeah, happen. It did. We talked yeah, yeah. about it. Okay. So, but I mean, it's for Good the best. Good luck to him. Good luck to him. I don't have any hard feelings for the guy, to be honest. I, I don't feel the same no. way like I do with a Goudreau, right? But um, it's too bad, but it's probably for the best. It's just too bad we couldn't get a swap out of him. Like if we swapped somebody else's fucking Valimaki for our Valimaki type thing, where it's like two guys. Yeah, that had I, I some know potential. what you mean. Two guys that need a fresh start. Yeah, like we did yeah. that with like a Jankowski, for example, right? But I don't know who did we get for Jankowski. Well, I have to now double check, but I'm pretty sure it was a swap for him. I mean, we 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 gave up something for like a player like Lazar, who needed a fresh start, came here, then yeah. needed a fresh start somewhere other than the Flames. So. Well, I guess no. We got a. Um, we got a 21st. Oh, no, no, wait a minute. That's when we... Anyway, I'll find out later. Um, yeah, let's 
Anything you want to discuss schedule. about those games? 5-3 win over the Abs, 4-3 win over the Edmonton Oilers, 3-2 win over Vegas, 6-3 loss against Buffalo, and then a 3-2 overtime win against Carolina. General theme, I'd say, is that it hasn't looked like those teams have been their absolute best against us. Mind you, it hasn't looked like we've been our absolute best either, but we've come out on top. So our ability to close out and win one-goal games here has been impressive. Uh, our ability to go minus eight, though, has not, which means our power play's been clicking, but on five-on-five, five, as you said just before we turned on the mics, we are leaky. Yeah, and sorry, for the Jankowski thing, we didn't give him, he was just a UFA. Anyway, so we didn't give him a contract. Um, I'm glad yeah. you listened to me there. I, I listened to the whole thing. See, unlike you, I can multitask because my career and my life requires multitasking sorry, in multiple sorry ways. Sorry for focusing and giving my intention to I one give thing you, at a time. I feel like you, a proper, respectful human being. I give you nothing. <laughs> yeah, so anything <laughs> anyway. on those games. <laughs> um, okay, agree that it does feel like a lot of those teams... Yes, A, they may not have been their best at times. They had glimpses. And same with us, in fairness. We weren't maybe our best as well in some of those games. I look at the, I look at the Buffalo game. It was just sloppy. Yeah, it for was. For example, right? Yeah. Uh, but then I look at the Oilers game, and it looked, like, it looked like kind of flashbacks of the playoffs where it's like we were dominating, and, but there was always that factor that they have that piece of shit and that fucking other piece of shit that could change the game on a dime. And they changed and it on let, the dime. And we let them change it, too. But they changed it on special teams. They didn't really change it on anything else. Five on five, that team's fucking useless, right? Um, we have a leaky... Like, it just seems like, for whatever reason, we're not... Like, our foundation is still not... On the five on five piece, we're just not, like... We're not all solid and, and firing on all cylinders right now. I agree that the special teams seem a bit... It's what's our differentiating factor right now, Right? I think I think for you know, for better and worse. There's just some there's just some early sync issues and some early communication issues. I, I right. think there have been what two at least two too many men on the ice penalties for us. Yeah, that's, I hate those. That's Th- those just ones not, drive me nuts. You know, you, they, these are this is a a veteran team now. We don't have a lot of young even even young guys know how to change, but that's just people who aren't quite used to what's going on yet. Yeah. Those should iron out as time goes along, but uh, that that manifests on the ice as well with those defensive zone giveaways, those errant passes, you know, uh, those those sloppy giveaways that give away a two on one the other way. All that stuff is just uh, new team jitters, and we just got to shake it out and keep playing, totally. and hopefully those will diminish over time. But that's what I'm chalking it up to. I mean, by and large. Minus eight overall isn't going to impress Sutter at all. He's, no, and it, he's and not it going to be happy with that. And it didn't. And like he, we'll we'll play the clip here soon. But he he did talk about how the game is so specialized now, right? And so even when you're, let's say, you have a minus eight going on right now, it's the game still changes if you have a slightly more efficient power play unit than the other team. Right and or your penalty killing is is firing at ninety percent or a hundred percent for a certain some some games, so the difference is if you're playing at a minus eight right now, you better be firing on the power play, which is what it normally means. You're not scoring this many goals at a minus eight, you know, on even strength. You're scoring it on you're likely scoring it on the power plays. 
So let's play that clip. Yeah, let's play the clip it. and then we'll talk about it. I think the game was, you know, the league's so much based on special teams when you look at it. Uh, what's the difference between this game and the last game? Power play, last game we scored a shorthanded goal and a power play goal. Tonight we score a power play goal and the penalty kill. Those, those 10 guys that we used for the four minute and even the other parts of the game did a hell of a job. And then, and then the goal that's the winners, three on three. So it tells you what the game's about. So, yeah, so basically Sutter's talking about our special teams bailing us out. More or less, but then, and sometimes it's the, it's kind of our death knell too, right? Yeah. And uh, I like, I, I kind of like how, this is why I appreciate having Sutter as a coach, because for all intents and purposes, he's, he's the guy that's going to be like, no, you, we fucked up here. You can win a game six, nothing. But if he sees something that was like seriously lacking, he'll just, that's what he'll talk about in the press conference, right? So I do like that there's no disillusions with him. It's like, yeah, like we were good at this, but we were bad at this. Rasmus played well, Stone didn't. Like he, he's just going to talk about that. So um, we're, we're really set up nicely here. I um, always, you know, think back to when we signed him and that quote, I have unfinished business. Totally. He, he meant it. And I think him and Trey have had honest conversations about everything. And that connection that he has with the club, with management, and with the players is, is phenomenal. We're, we're lucky. We're lucky. And I remember like Backlund, when they announced uh, Sutter's extension, Backlund was like, it's going to be a fun next few years here. Like he's, to, be, to me, it, it seems like the players are all, they're all bought into the Sutter system. They're bought into his mannerisms and, and the way he approaches the game. That's what you need. Like that is the foundation of a team that can grow into something, right? Um, if you don't it have has that to. respect, it has to. But if you, but there are so many teams that struggle with the respect of coaches, right? Like, okay, let's bring up Tortorella, Tortorella, and and the Flyers right now. It's it's fairly funny that they're doing so well right now, even though they on paper they have a pretty shitty team, right? But there's something about some like a, a coaching style. I'm not. I'm not promoting torts here. I'm just saying that like there are some coaches that grab that respect in the dressing room really quickly. They set a culture and these players, when they buy in, they perform. Well, I look, I look to your point. I agree. And I look at what's happening in Vancouver and I've been reading some of the things that Boudreaux is saying. And I'm like, this is not anything that looks like a team who knows what the hell they're doing in any respect. Exactly. And this guy is just basically like throwing these players under the bus and JT Miller comes out today and says fans can throw their shit on the ice if they want to. Like yeah. y- you, you don't go out and criticize your fans. Why are they throwing their Jersey on the ice? Cause you guys suck and you're don't look like you're putting in any kind of effort and you're getting shellacked by the Buffalo Savers yeah. and you're, you're in the game and then you just quit. Exactly. So that's why this is happening. And yeah, people can make their choices, but it's not about them choosing to spend their money on this and then throw it away. It's about the message that they're sending you. Absolutely. And when players are deaf to that and management is deaf to that, and you have, a, you have one of your stars going out and saying this, and all these, I heard these Besser quotes were misquoted too. Like, it's, it's over. Absolutely. And that's, that's just a, a train wreck of a franchise that's got to blow up. But I, I look at our situation, you know, this summer, it could have been awful. But we, we turn it around. And other clubs, I think, look at us with envy and... 
you know, I think that that attitude, that culture, that backs to the wall, us against the world mentality has 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 percolated into the organization completely and it's made us a stronger, solid, better club. Like I was I was reading um TSN today and it was like Sens are in the power rankings top Canadian team and I'm like you got to be kidding me. Yeah. Calgary's I mean... 4 and 1. 4 <laughs> and 1 and Ottawa like come on. Get real. Get get with it. I I don't even know what the Ottawa record is, but I'm betting they've lost two games. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to They're gonna... 4 and 2. Yeah. They're 4 and 2. All right. Yeah, big whoop. But I mean we could easily be 4 and 2 tomorrow, right? I mean it's just but like I guess I agree with the the sentiment of like number one. What the fuck is TSN doing? Publishing a fucking power ranking already. It's six fucking games of the season. Get clicks, man. Just shut the fuck Get up. Get clicks. Nobody gives a fuck TSN, and like just put on some shit that like some dog shit that people will actually read. You know, like how to fucking you know. <laughs> I mean, I read yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, you read it. You're you're like the clickbait fucking target audience, man. I want to know like how I can lose 80 pounds with like this one simple trick. That's the <laughs> shit that I click. Just because you're curious. Yeah, just because I'm yeah. curious. It's all you, for you science. You don't actually need it. You just want to know. It's all for science. What is it that I... I try... <laughs> what is this magic fruit that's going to make me live till 200? Um, this... <laughs> fuck that. So it's, um, you know, the best teams right now that I'm seeing, like at least so far, but it's so fucking early in the season. Boston looks fucking awesome. They they've only lost one as well. I think they're five and one. Um, and to be honest, like the Flames right now, they seem to be the the outlier in the Pacific. I don't yeah. think any other team as this as of this moment is as good as us. But oh, we things need to, can change we need to keep so it up. easily, and we got change so easily. We got Pittsburgh tomorrow. Listen, let's let's talk about the goaltending. Markstrom's played four of those games. Got pulled in one. <laughs> Uh, Vladar started in Edmonton, had, had a solid game, got the win away from home in Edmonton. Good performance. Markstrom has looked very hit or miss. Yeah. I don't know if hit or miss is the right word what, or sorry, something right in that vein. Uh, it's not, it's not, not, he hasn't looked shaky. He, he's not, he hasn't Markstrom. looked unsure, he, but he hasn't looked dominant. He hasn't looked, yeah. he hasn't looked fully confident. Ah, he's looked, you know, average. He doesn't look like the Markstrom we're used to. Yeah. There's something a bit, it feels like there needs to be like a tweak or something. Like he's, excuse me, that was disgusting. Um, like he, uh, he'll let in like a weird goal, but then I think everybody tries to excuse him out of it sometimes. Like, oh, this, well, this was deflected. Like I found yeah. myself doing that too. It's well, like, it's the commentators, no right? It's always Markstrom had no chance on that one. Yeah, Markstrom no chance had, on this, no chance on that. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I look at it and I say, no, I think Markstrom needs to save that one. And yeah. it's always like you mentioned, we need that big save. And I know yeah. we, we rely on Markstrom sometimes a lot for that big save, but you know, a goalie of his caliber Vesna candidate last season has to produce that big save. Absolutely. And you got the Vladar extension now, two-year extension for Vladar. He's a really solid backup. We have a great tandem. I mean, Vladar's making a case to challenge him pretty... I mean, if this continues. I think Sutter is reluctant to do that. Sutter is... He's, he's, he's a, caught he, confidence in Markstrom. He's a one and a two goalie guy. He's not a 1A, 1B guy. But, man, if Markstrom kind of keeps this... 
slightly above average type performance, but not anything exceptional type performance. I don't know. Does Sutter pivot a bit? Probably not. Sutter is a very loyal coach when it comes to goaltending, well, I think. The but. thing is, too, you know, goalies, I always find when you look at goalies, they almost always tend to play better when they're kind of more consistently facing shots. Like, we're out shooting our p- opponents consistently. Yeah, every And game. then all of a sudden the play turns and Markstrom hasn't faced a shot in three, four minutes. And it's a quick one, too. And, you know, one that we think we might, he might save is just kind of slips by kind of thing. And right. He's not, he's not facing a ton of shots early because we are, we are, we're being relatively dominant in those early stages of the game. But then, you know, we're shipping one or two or three easier goals to the other team, but managing to come back. And I don't know. It's just something that Sutter has to think about and Markstrom has to think about that, that has to be resolved sooner rather than later. It's not that he's playing poorly, but I just know there's a lot more that he has to give. Uh, well done. <laughs> there's nothing I can't. You've, you've left me speechless I, for I don't. I, I mean, it's tough to... But it's, criticize no, your it's goalie, on, especially uh, when you have a goalie of that caliber. That's the issue. And I just, I do, I do like our setup. I just think, I don't know how to be critical, but not critical. That's the way. I think you walk the I, line. I, I know there's more to give. I know there's going to be more opportunity to show that. And I think Markstrom has to reassert his authority on the league like he did last year sooner rather than later and that form agreed Agreed. i know it's october but that form has to carry on to the playoffs this year i i has to 100 percent agree and i think goalies specifically goalies when you're dealing with goalies as a coaching staff it's a harder line to walk criticizing your number one and then, you know, playing the backup, but then not riding the backup too much because you don't want number one to lose confidence because, oh, wow, Vladar started two games in a row or whatever. Like, goalies are, they're a different breed, right? And so I, that's a tough one. Like, if Markstrom continues to be this that we're seeing and not the Markstrom we're used to seeing, I don't know. Like, it's... Well, we're, you, not, we're not losing games. We're not losing games, and that's... that's and, but that's and Sutter has made great coaching decisions For in sure. that starting Vladar away to Edmonton. That was smart. That was super smart. That was very that smart. That was... Vladar's got something to prove now. New contract, big money, big money, but for him... Well, for him, it's He's good. earned it, For and a he's a really good player. I like him as a backup. I like the attitude. I like the chemistry those have, the support they give each other. I like that play. I mean, it's 2.2. It's, it's a dirt-cheap contract for a goalie that could possibly be a number one for a decent amount of teams in the league right now. So I, I'm totally fine with that. Um, yeah, we'll see. I, I, I have faith, and I know you do too, that Markstrom will turn it around and be the Markstrom we're used to. Uh, it just, he does need to, I think he needs to make that one crazy-ass save, and then he'll be fine in those games. And I think that'll carry on for a few more right after. Um, but yeah, like, he's, he's, we're doing well. Four and one, defense is doing well, office is doing well. Again, going back to that point of our five on five is a bit leaky. We we look, you know, sometimes we look great and sometimes we look pretty shaky. Yes, we're out shooting teams, but is that a function of the fact that we are absolutely dominating on sometimes on these power plays? Because 
there are times against the Oilers, we were in their zone for the straight two minutes where the, where the first line was in there just fucking moving the puck around like Harlem Globetrotters and fucking keeping it in the zone, getting tons of shots, right? There's that factor too. Um, yeah, like once guys gel, I mean, sky's the limit, right? Speaking on guys gelling, Lindholm, oh, Huberto, man, I, a little slow, you think? Cause for concern or just sorry, gro- can you just repeat that? Prints? I just saw something I wish I could unsee for the rest of my life. But anyway, there's a <laughs> there's a guy. No, no, it's at the penthouse across. There's this guy's. He's massive and he's naked, and I wish I could unsee that. Okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> can you repeat the question? Lindholm, Huberto. You were saying something about, I don't know, starting slow. Yeah. Lindholm has two points. Huberto has four. <sighs> Lots of opportunities. It's going to come. It's going to come? I think so. I, second line is our first line right now. Right? I, like, Kadri, Manji, Dubé, they're fucking firing all cylinders and every, every part of the game. First line, it'll get there. It's just, you feel like... Lindholm is like, I feel like he's getting to space where he's used to getting feeds from Johnny, right? Huberto's not the same type of setup guy. I think Huberto's more about the, I'm just going to create some space and I'm going to create that opportunity. Whereas Lindholm is like, I know where to be because something will happen because the puck is at. Yeah. And you look at Huberto's passing and that's that's damn fine it's like it's it quite is, good that is uh I mean, there's a wow. reason why he had all those assists and last there, there year there's right? gonna be points coming from this guy it's just 100%. a matter of time where they and lindholm's a smart smart player 100 Toffoli's already capitalized on it i think he's five five points good for him but i think it'll um, come it'll, it'll come. come for sure but it needs to come soon yeah like it basically soon needs would be to be good yeah it basically needs to come tomorrow uh, right? we or, still got time I, no, I, I'm not going to agree with you there. The NHL doesn't wait for anybody. These are all fucking professional athletes that are all hungry, except for fucking the Vancouver Canucks. They're all hungry to win, <laughs> and they're all hungry to fucking get something in their careers, whether it's a Stanley Cup or Art Ross or whatever the fuck it is, right? All these guys are in. They're hungry. They're young. They're talented. They want to fucking showcase their skills and achieve something, Right. No team, especially teams that are going to be competing in the playoffs or competing for the cup, are going to wait for fucking Lindholm and Huberdeau to fucking gel, right? No, If, if no. anything, they're going to take advantage of that. The one other thing that actually makes me happy, and it's so fucking nice to see this, that your star player doesn't spin away from the fucking puck when it's going to the boards. Huberdeau gets in there. Lindholm well, gets in there. They've got some size. Right. Lindholm, t- yeah, but okay. But, you know, the size thing is bullshit because Dubé does it all the time too. Yeah, okay, he but... He gets in there. Manjipani goes in there all the time. You're it's, right. You're that's right. A, that's but, a pussy excuse. Like, we listen, don't, that's the type of player Johnny was. No, I know. That's but the like, kind of attitude he all, had. All, He's gone now. Who no, cares? I, I know, but I'm saying it's Columbus just nice. Columbus sucks, man. I'm just saying it's nice to see that our star player can get into the, pl- get into the boards and win that puck. And create something. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I'm not you. bringing up I Johnny. I'm bringing up the fact that we don't have, we have everyone dialed in and ready to get dirty. Well, I think, okay, to your point, yes, the NHL waits for no man. But in my defense, I think the rest of the team is playing well enough that you can afford 
a bit more time for these guys to find their rhythm. I'm not going to argue that. Yeah. They, but, yes, you can't wait all season. If it's not working, you know, 10, 15 games in, Sutter's going to start mixing it up. And he was but, mixing it up against Carolina anyway. I think, yeah, I think these right? guys have the, the, the criteria to be successful together. 100%. And, you know, if Toffoli is the guy who's achieving on that line, the other two are going to catch up real quick. I'm not, I'm not too concerned about that. Listen, I wanted to talk about one more thing. That Carolina game, end of the third period, Coleman takes a brutal penalty. Stupid that cross check penalty. to the face. Like Stupid he, fucking he penalty. He is a better hockey player than that. You cannot take those penalties. And we got lucky. We got bailed out. And did you see Sutter's death stare at that? Yeah. Did you notice yeah. that? He I, fucking that, stared at him like, I'm going to kill you. Yeah, that, that could have cost us the game. It didn't. No. And I, who cares about giving an, an Eastern rival a, 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 a lucky point? But uh, plays like that ca- cannot... Get it out of your system and like yesterday. It's not like Burns pulled the razor blade out from his glove and cut himself. No, he dude, was, it was, it was, he legitimate, was gushing, man. Yeah, like, it was a legitimate fucking stick to the face. Like, it was not good. Just a just stupid, stupid fucking so penalty. But, you know, there, there was like one little small saving grace. He fucking went off the ice, didn't say a fucking word to the ref. Like, he knew he fucked up. Wow. Right? But how are you gonna? How are you gonna I know, argue but dude, that? Like that—that that was the only thing for me missing from the biggest fucking bonehead play that I've seen all like from that guy since we got him. It was easily the most bonehead play I've seen him do. He's a veteran. He's smarter than that. He's won a cup. Like, dude, stop walk. Oh, God damn it! And like, Jesus Christ! Like, I gotta close these blinds, man. I can't see this shit anymore. So. <laughs> We should send him the link about how a certain fruit fucking makes you lose 100 pounds. Um, what the fuck was I saying? Uh, let's plow forward. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Coleman. So, anyway, my point is that he's smarter than that. I, I expect no other dumbass penalties like that again. But, Jesus, man, he cannot do that at all. It's not funny, man. It's really not. I just, yeah. Disappointed. <laughs> Anyhow, I think that's it. Good. No, uh, I, I, I got. I, I wanna for the for the few that have made it this far. Did you notice how our fans were singing? Like so, you know how like the Avalanche fans like they kind of sing that Blink One Eight Two song, and it's become a bit popular now. Like they will record it. They keep singing after the song stops and the play gets on. Like the, no, I don't all know all the small things. Like they start singing that. Like anyway, so the Flames fans sang "Country Roads" in the Carolina game. So the song was playing during like the the period break, or sorry, not the period break, just the break in the play. And then the song got cut off when the faceoff was done. Yeah. And then people still kept singing it in the in the dome, and it was pretty cool. I noticed that anyway when I was watching. Um, so I want to say to the fans that actually partook in that and they were at the game, please, let's keep doing that. That's what let's, makes, let's keep cheering. Let's, let's make keep an cheering. Atmosphere. Let's make chance. Let's start fucking creating some things like out of music. That's catchy. And you, it's only one or two lines. That you have to remember, like we talk about how shit the other team is, or like, you know, if one of our players score, we make a song, out of whatever we need to start doing that. That makes a fortress out of these fucking stadiums. Teams don't like playing in, in places where the fans are super riled up and they're just fucking behind the team. It gives our players way more energy, that extra boost. I, I think that was super cool. Anyway, look it up. Uh, the, the fans were singing uh, Country Roads. Look it up on Reddit. 
It's a really cool video. Um, and number two, rant alert. I don't want to fucking see, and this might be a Don Cherry moment where you need to cut me off, Ty, but I don't want to fucking see any more fucking commercials from the government of Canada while I'm watching a fucking hockey game. It is a fucking waste of money. Fuck off. Fuck off. I don't want to hear about how I need to renew my bullshit and like right. I need to take care of myself. And That's blah, blah, blah. good. I know what I'm fucking <laughs> doing, okay? I don't care if it takes one goddamn penny out of my fucking income tax. It's fucking waste of money. <laughs> do something more useful like help fucking stave off inflation. I can tell you how to do that. It's not fucking complicated. Jesus Christ. We have a bunch of morons in power. Anyway, well, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done. Fucking idiots. Learn to do we some We didn't math. even talk about the uh, annoyance of the board advertising. Oh, let's talk about that. Because that's fucking bullshit that's too. That's just irritating. It's just the monetization that's going on here, and it's ruining the view- viewing experience. It's Absolutely. diminishing the quality of the product. Like you've got the goalie being green screened over. Uh, when it's they go into the boards, it's, when, it's not. It's not easy on the eye. It's, it's not, not fun. Like it's not. And you know when these when the players go into into the into the bench when the doors open, it's like always glitching and shit. Like yeah, look, that's uh, irritating. For yeah. for someone who appreciates video editing like myself. I can appreciate how difficult that is, but fuck's sake, don't don't have it over the doors of the boards well, and stuff like that. Like it's such a small section anyway. The advertising that's being done, it it doesn't take up all the fucking space in the boards anyway. So just space it out so that it doesn't go to the door. It's not complicated, guys. I don't know. It's just not. It's not I don't great. like the fucking Telus bear that's on there all the time. Like it looks like a pile of shit. It doesn't even look like a bear. Like I have to. It's just it's just annoying because. That, I look at that bear. I can't control it. It just makes me look at it. I know. And, and like, I'm like, I don't want to okay, use Telus. I don't want to. Yeah. It's just. If but, anything, I want to boycott you guys. And in the puck, when it rolls around the boards, it gets lost. Yeah. Not like I'm watching hockey to watch the puck or anything like that. Yeah, know? I know. It's, it's just a small fucking factor of the game. Well, why, why should I watch the, like, we had an entire TV station, like in the fucking 90s, like highlight the puck blue for God's sakes. And now we're trying to hide it. It's fucking stupid. We've come so far. We've come so far, but we've taken so many steps back. Yes. I don't like. I only want to see commercials about a fucking pizza that I can get for ten ninety nine. Okay. All right. I don't want to fucking it. see that's any it. of this shit. We're done. Leave people alone. We're gonna go crush the Penguins and the Oilers this week. We're gonna have a fingers a road trip eventually, and it's gonna be fun. Flames hockey. And the Penguins lost. Against oil tonight, so they're going to be coming, and they're going to be a little bit. They're going to be hungrier to get a win. So we need a good showing tomorrow. Listen, if you've made it this far, listening, you are a champion. Um, give yourself a pat on the back thoroughly. Well, we, we we're going to give you an applause right now for making it this far. Both hand pat wherever you're listening in the world. Thank you so much. Uh, we love it. We appreciate it. It's always great to hear from you. This is Flames Fancast signing off. Have yourself a great morning, wonderful afternoon, and even better evening. Bye-bye.